Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. Let's have some fun. If you could have any superpower, just, just name it and it's yours, but you had to choose in the next 10 seconds, what would you choose? Go. James is writing to people who are in a situation where the going has gotten incredibly rough. And he's got a whole lot to say about how to persevere through this suffering. And to teach us how to persevere, he gives us three examples. The farmer, the prophets, and Job. And we discussed the farmer back in verse 7. Now the second example is in verse 10. So take a look at verse 10 in your Bible there. He says, brothers, as an example of suffering and, and patience, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. It's good to be inspired by the great heroes of the faith. Scripture tells us to do that. Hebrews 13, 7 says, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And so we're told to look to the prophets. The prophets are our heroes. These are our heroes. Those are the ones that are our heroes. And why the prophets? Look at verse 11. It says, Behold, we consider blessed those who have persevered. Strong, unwavering, persevering faith is what inspires us, and the prophets have that in spades. That's what they did. They're models of that. They persevered through intensive suffering. That's why they're our heroes. You know, there's some people that are impressed with different things. Some people are impressed if you have a lot of money. They're impressed with physical strength or academic prowess. We're impressed by faith, right? That's what makes us be amazed at someone. If they have strong faith. Someone who can just keep on trusting God and keep on remaining obedient. They don't live by their feelings. They they operate on faith. Um, Those are the people we look up to, especially when they can keep doing it in the midst of severe suffering. Right? Isn't that what inspires us? You ever walked out of a superhero movie and you get into a discussion about, well, if you you could have a superpower, which one would you want? You know, which, which one would you pick? If I could have one superpower, it would be this, to have unshakable, unwavering trust in God, no matter what. And that superpower, if you had it, would enable you to do a lot more good for yourself and for everyone else, for all of humanity, than all of the other superpowers. I mean, it would be more that you could do more good with that than if you could fly, or if you had super strength, or if you had giant claws and huge sideburns or whatever, all the different super... You, you could, all of it. You could do more with strong faith than any of that. The prophets are the people we want to imitate, that we want to be like. And how can we become like them? Uh, how can you become like a person who's, who's able to persevere through, through suffering? It requires suffering, doesn't it? Requi- you have to have suffering to, to, be, to be like one of those people. You can't be a war hero without going to war, right? You, can, you can't be a great basketball star without playing basketball. And you can't be like one of the great heroes of persevering faith unless you have something to persevere through. Some of our most inspiring heroes uh, whose stories we love to tell, we teach them to our kids, we talk about them all the time, we're inspired. Some of those people are people who would, we would have never heard of them. They would have lived and died in obscurity. And would have meant nothing to us if God hadn't granted them the privilege of intensive suffering. 
If Daniel hadn't suffered the total devastation of his homeland and deportation as a teenager uh, and being fed to hungry lions, if he didn't stop praying to God, um, we would have never heard of him. Right? The only reason we know about his three friends is because they would rather be thrown into a furnace than bow down to an idol. All of your favorite stories about David, um, isn't it true that most of them happened during a time of intensive suffering before he was king, when he's running for his life? Most of the people who have Michael Jordan as their hero have no chance whatsoever to attain anywhere close to his level, right? Uh, no matter how hard I tried, I could never come close to the level of, you know, Peyton Manning or Albert Einstein or Pascal or Mozart or Napoleon or any of the greats in any field. But one of the really exciting things about the book of James is that James gives us access to becoming like the greatest heroes of all time. He puts that within our reach. Remember in chapter 2, he told us how we can become like Abraham, the friend of God. We can become like Rahab. Later on, he's going to show us how our prayers can be just as powerful as those of Elijah. He's going to show us to be, how to be like Job. The, the, the feats of, of lesser heroes are way beyond anything we could ever attain. But God has placed within our reach the feats of the greatest men and women who have ever lived. And the way to do that is simply to persevere in the most basic aspect of Christianity there is, namely, faith. Just just keep having faith. The simplest, most bare-bones requirement of being a Christian is faith, right? That's the simplest thing. And so if you're saved, you already have it. You already have faith. The only thing that's standing in between you and true greatness is to continue in that faith through suffering. So do you see what James is doing here? He's, he's, he's making suffering a premium thing. He's writing to a bunch of people who are suffering and they're starting to become double-minded and they're wavering in their faith and they're fighting against each other. And James is inspiring them by saying, look, if suffering's not your enemy, this is the very thing you need. This is your ticket to be like the heroes of the faith. That's why Jesus said, rejoice and be very glad and shout for joy when you're persecuted because then you're like the prophets. And that's especially true when you're suffering comes from your association with Christ. Look at verse 10 again. Brothers, as an example of suffering and patience, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Uh, that, that phrase, in the name of the Lord, refers to their identification with the true God. The, uh, that was the reason why the prophets suffered. It's because they spoke in the name of the Lord. Jeremiah is an example. Jeremiah 11.21. Do not prophesy. This is what the people in his hometown said to him. Do not prophesy in the name of the Lord or you will die by our hands. Jeremiah had an incredibly hard life. He was banned. I mean, he's a, he's a prophet. His job is to be a prophet, and he's banned from the temple. He spent much of his life either in chains or running for his life. He was unjustly accused of defecting to Babylon and was thrown into a dungeon where he almost starved to death. Another time he almost starved to death, when they threw him down in the cistern, Jeremiah 38, 6, they lowered Jeremiah by ropes into the cistern. It had no water in it, only mud, and Jeremiah sank down into the mud. Life wasn't easy for the prophets. And it's amazing how often the New Testament refers to the persecution of Old Testament prophets. It's, it's incredible how many times. Jesus talked about it in Matthew 5, 11, and 12. He, again, in Luke 13, 33. He told a parable about it in, in Matthew 21. He rebuked the people uh, 
repeatedly for their persecution of the prophets in Matthew 23. Acts 7.52, it says, Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? We read about the persecution of the prophets in Romans 11, uh, 2 and 3, in 1 Thessalonians 2, in Revelation 16, Revelation 18. And in Hebrews 11, there's a really powerful passage in, in verse 32. It says, I don't have the time to tell you about the prophets who through faith were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some of them faced jeers and flogging while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. They were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. That puts our suffering into perspective, doesn't it? I mean, have any of us suffered like that? I mean, raise your hand if you've ever been sawed in half. I mean, that's... So you say, well, so the prophets were great because they suffered? No, no, no. Millions of people have suffered. What made the prophets great was that they, they persevered in faith through their suffering. They remained faithful to death. Someone said the definition of a hero is someone who remains standing 10 minutes longer than everyone else. Perseverance is what enables you to keep going when you're stretched beyond the limit of what you can endure. And you feel like you are at the breaking point. Everything in you wants to give up, but you take one more step. One more step. Your legs are screaming in pain, muscles burning, and you just say, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it through the next month uh, or the next week or tomorrow or even the rest of this day, but for right now, I will take one more step. That's perseverance. You might have heard the story of the can of cream. Here it is. Two frogs fell into a can of cream, or so I've heard it told. The sides of the can were shiny and steep. The cream was deep cold oh what's the use croaked number one tis fate no helps around goodbye my friends goodbye sad world and weeping still he drowned but number two of sterner stuff dog paddled in surprise and the while he wiped his creamy face and dried his creamy eyes i'll swim a while at least he said or so i've heard he said it really wouldn't help the world if one more frog were dead An hour or two, he kicked and swam. Not once he stopped to mutter, but kicked and kicked and swam and kicked, then hopped out via butter. (laughs) He paddled around so much, he turned that cream into butter. Now, will that little story help you persevere through hardship? I don't know. I just need an excuse to put that in the sermon. I don't know if it'll help you, but maybe it will. I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe maybe the image of that little frog paddling and kicking and hanging in there just a little longer than his friend did, and then uh, and then being just fine at the end, might just be the picture that your mind would need to rem- remember this principle from James five about the blessedness of those who persevere all the way to the end. Spurgeon said it was by perseverance that the snail reached the ark. Right. Have you ever thought of persevering faith as a superpower? The Bible says it is. It's the greatest of all superpowers, and it's attainable to you today. 
As you go through your day today, be on the lookout for ways to trust God, especially through suffering. Every time you have any discomfort of any kind, big or small, ask yourself, how could I trust God through this? Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, you are worthy to be trusted. You've never lied, never failed, never broken a promise. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In you, whose word I praise, in you I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? Record my lament. List my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this, I will know that you are for me. In you, whose word I praise, in you I trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? I will present my thank offerings to you, for you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before you in the light of life. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.